If you are digging back through the Photo Business Help catalog, which you must be if you're hearing this message right now, keep in mind that technology changes and our offerings change. So any links that you might hear me mention during this episode you're about to hear may not work anymore. Make sure you head to photobizhelp.com forward slash links for all of our current links and offers. That's photobizhelp.com forward slash links and ignore the things that you hear in this episode today because they might be outdated. Everything you need is at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Do you like Cocker Spaniels, keeping score at baseball games, and knitting? I love all of those things, but that's not what this podcast is about. I believe time is valuable and how we spend it matters. That's why I've aggregated a decade of experience running my business and my passion for personal growth into short 10-minute episodes. This is Photo Business Help. Join me, Natalie Jennings, twice a week for lessons on everything I've learned on my journey from high school teacher to full-time photographer and business coach. I'll dive into marketing, meditation, and content creation, photography basics and organization, and the power of a healthy mind, body, and spirit connection. If you want to grow in business and live a better life, join our community of motivated, open-minded creatives. Let's do the podcast now. Is that good? Aloha and welcome to another episode of the Photo Business Help podcast. I'm starting to call it the PBH, which seems cool, kind of. Maybe not. But thank you all for listening. This is episode number four. And what I've done with these first four episodes is publish them all at once. So if you are listening to this, chances are you listened to episodes one, two, and three earlier today or yesterday or this week. So I wanted to give you guys something to dig into right away and make sure that we kept the momentum going with this new podcast. So thank you for tuning in if you're tuning in. If you haven't subscribed, if you're listening on the computer um, or on through the website rather, you can head to jennings.photo forward slash subscribe. That way you will get all of the new episodes right on your phone. Or if you're really more of a desktop person, there is a link on the podcast page to have all of the episodes emailed to you. So go to jennings.photo forward slash podcast and scroll down and you can see where you can sign up to receive emails, which is just another way to get the podcast to you. So a little bit of news in my life. I've been spending a bunch of time up north, and that is another way of saying on a lake in northern Minnesota, if you're from Minnesota. It's really peaceful. It's a great way to sort of just dig in and get work done during the day and have a quiet space and then take these nice, beautiful long walks at night with my little dog, Isla, and yeah, just really enjoy nature. It's been really beautiful. I'm heading down to Austin in a few days for a podcasting conference. It's called Outlier. And I just wanted to bring that up because I realized that um, I've met so many people and made so many new friends and learned so much from putting myself out there and diving in and going to events that kind of freaked me out at first. I don't know. I don't really think I have social anxiety. I'm a pretty social person, but maybe we all do a little bit. And, um, you know, jumping into a new thing is always a little strange. And I know some of it can be a budget thing for people. But if you 
want to meet new people, if you want to expand your community, and I'm a huge fan of community, those of you that know me personally, um, I highly recommend just checking things out. Photo conferences, for me, it's both photo and podcasting, but maybe you like cooking or maybe you like bird watching. I actually really like both of those things. Um, So make sure that you're putting yourself out there and meeting new people. And if you want to connect with people in this community, you can join the Facebook group that I started before I even knew this podcast was going to be a thing. It's called Photo Business Help with Natalie Jennings. And if you are on Facebook, which for whatever reason still seems to be the best way for people to connect in online groups, you can search at Photo Biz Help or search Photo Business Help with Natalie Jennings. You just have to answer a couple questions and you're in. But before I dive into this episode's main content, I want to take a minute to share my appreciation and gratitude for those of you supporting this show. As of this recording, we have a few iTunes reviews, and I want to make a point to give them some airtime. So this one is from Kai River, and it says, Yay, so excited for this podcast. Natalie is full of all sorts of amazing information regarding photography and the business. Thank you, Kai River. I love hearing that people are excited and that you guys are on this podcasting adventure with me since I'm having a lot of fun doing it. If you would like to join the review crew, if you're enjoying this podcast as well, then head to Jennings.photo forward slash review. This week, I wanted to answer one of my most common questions, what's in my bag? So here we go. I wanted to distinguish the photo episodes from the rest, so you'll see it in the title if we're planning to dig deep into photo-specific things like this episode. This week I wanted to answer one of my most common questions, which is what's in your camera bag? It's kind of a funny question lately because what was once my favorite kit is now in a sea of other pretty killer options. Sigma brought a big game with their art lenses, Fuji came out with the retro-looking powerful travel cameras, And Sony is so sophisticated, you could basically shoot in the dark. And I've never taken sides. I don't take sides, which I feel is kind of an old school mindset, particularly between the old Nikon and Canon battle or whatever you want to call it. I'm also not much of a gearhead. It's not really what lights me up. So taking photos and editing photos lights me up, but the gear doesn't matter too much to me as long as it works. I started with Canon, um, and I'm still primarily shooting with Canon. I shoot Prime, and I've been really happy with Canon's Prime lens selection. So before I dive into what's in my bag, I'd like to talk about my favorite actual bags that I use. And I carry around most of my gear, especially when I travel in a, in, in a single bag. It's a beautiful padded and customizable bag that is done by a company called Portine Gear, P-O-R-T-E-E. E-N. They were super easy to work with, really, really nice, and the product is gorgeous. I feel really drawn to elephants for some reason, so I chose a swatch of fabric for the cover of the bag, um, the flap, with an elephant pattern, which is really cool. When I'm not traveling with my whole kit, I have used the same Kelly Moore purse for like over eight years now. It's a black purse-style bag that is super versatile. It came with these easy to swap out straps, a short one and a long one. 
Um, the inside has a super cool Velcro interface, like the whole inside is Velcro with dividers for lenses that can be removed and replaced in like different spots. So it's the perfect bag for a DSLR and extra lenses and your wallet or whatever else you usually carry around if you don't want to have all of your gear with you at the same time. Finally, in the bag department, I do not know where I'd be without my shoot sack. Uh, if you haven't heard of shoot sack, it's a lightweight, durable neoprene bag with six slots for lenses, flashes, card books, whatever. I use it every single time I shoot and I have for my entire photo career. Um, I shoot prime as I mentioned so it's amazing to have an easy way to carry lenses without all of the extra weight. The bag is so light. I love it, I love it, I love it. There are customizable flaps if you're into extra style stuff too. So shoot sack for my gear when I'm actually shooting. As for what's inside the bags, here we go. I have two backup 5D Mark IIs, but I still shoot one pretty regularly. I'd, um, I'd actually really like to know what you Canon shooters out there think, but I think the Mark II has colors that are not present on the Mark III. They're not present on the Mark IV. I think it's still absolutely magic to shoot a Mark II with a 50mm 1.2 lens. My main camera is a 5D Mark IV. I usually shoot double bodies, but I'm not super sold on the four, so I only bought one this time. Um, I'm going to wait a year or so and try something else. But when you're shooting prime, the double body thing can be really helpful to keep a long lens and a wide lens on at all times. I also have a Fuji X100T, which has been a great little mirrorless travel camera. Those are the cameras I carry to gigs, not always the Fuji, but the Canons. And as for lenses, I always work with the same combo. 28 1.4, 35 1.4, 50 1.2, 2.0. I sometimes rent the 24 1.4 because it's gorgeous, but I don't use it enough and it can be heavier than the 28, so I haven't bought one of those yet. 45 2.8 tilt is also in there and um, I think a tilt shift just adds a lot of magic to a lens collection. I'm still rocking the 580 EX2s for flashes but I'm not a really big light user. I think I still have a couple of the 400 series for backups as well. If I could only keep two I would keep my 50 millimeter and my 135. I definitely use them the most and they are beautiful lenses. The 135 is a really amazing value as well. It's not super expensive. I just started shooting on 64 gig cards, but that's only because the Mark IV has the extra slot for another card. I went from the Mark IIs to the Mark IV, so I never bought a Mark III. I only rented it. The Mark II only has a single compact flash slot. And uh, I was always really careful not to shoot bigger than 16 gig cards in case of a card corrupting and losing 64 or more gigs of data. The only time I ever lost files from something corrupting was the very first wedding I ever shot. And that's a totally different story, but um, I ended up getting everything back. Anyway, that's what I shoot on. And those are the basics of my camera bag. I feel pretty strongly that the latest and greatest isn't as important as knowing your kit inside and out and being able to shoot well with just about anything. Especially if you're shooting high pressure, no do-over situations like weddings, it's really important to know your gear and obviously be comfortable with using it. 
I love trying out new things, but if you're on a budget or just starting out, don't stress one minute over having a perfect shiny new kit. It will happen. Get really good at one lens you love and then save for a new one or rent one to try. Renting is an amazing option if you're on a budget. Hell, if I shot something with my phone and I put it on my website, there's a chance people wouldn't be able to tell if it was edited well enough. Wouldn't be able to tell what camera it came from, that is. That's how good the tech is getting, but you should be good at the art. Keep refining your art and don't worry too much about the latest and greatest. A friend of mine from Laura Kane's Share Photography mentioned to us in the Facebook group that she tries to shoot one image each time she goes out to a family session or a wedding or whatever she's shooting just for her. Not what she thinks the client will want, but something for her that lights her up. So this is a great way to develop your art, stay on top of your game, and make whatever camera you have in your bag fun to shoot with. And remember, as always, in anything you do, consistency is key. With light and love until next time, thanks for listening. One more thing. If you're feeling like you're staring at a fresh jigsaw puzzle of your life, all laid out in front of you, I hear you. You have all the pieces and a to-do list with a million bright ideas, but you don't know how they all fit together. Or in what order. Does that sound familiar? If you feel like you might need more help prioritizing, organizing, and being accountable to your goals, I think I can help. I'm offering free 10-minute consults one-on-one to see if my customized coaching program can help you. So we'll take a look over everything that you're trying to get done, and if you're a good fit for the program, we'll design a plan for you using elements of my courses and my teaching frameworks that have been the most helpful and popular for other people. So if you want some help getting everything on track, head over to jennings.photo forward slash coaching to sign up, and we'll see if you're a fit. That's jennings.photo forward slash coaching.